Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 210, Reveal, Feel, and Heal. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's good to be back with you. And we're in for quite a ride over these next few months, leading towards the equinox in March 2023. Lots is happening in that month, including Saturn moving into Pisces and Pluto moving into Aquarius and Jupiter conjunct the Chiron in Aries. But hey, we're not there yet. But recognize that the energy building over these next few months is really heading towards major changes around March and onwards from then. So what's going on? Well, let's go back to Pluto. Pluto, my favorite goddess, goddess of transformation. She is the goddess of the underworld, that she's holding your gems. She's saying, come and get them. Well, this is a little bit like this transition that we're all talking about between the third dimension, moving into the fourth, into the fifth dimension. And what I hear so much of people wanting to do is just jump from the third dimension, which is, you could say, just the physical world, into the more spiritual fifth dimension. Sounds great. But if we put the third dimension, let's say, on one side of a bridge and the fifth dimension on another We've just got this darn bridge to cross. And on this darn bridge is the fourth dimension. And what do we see by that fourth dimension? It is our dream state, our emotional state, our psychic state, the places of our subconscious, our mythologies, our stories, our archetypal mythologies, our cultural mythologies. Our experiences, wow, that's a heavy bridge. And therefore, to move between just a very physical, practical world that one could say you can touch, we're moving into this more mystical world of our dream state, our imagination, our emotional state. And it is only by walking across that bridge and clearing the way, first by recognizing that there is rubbish on that bridge or challenges on that bridge, will we get to that fifth dimension, which is that of the soul of the heart, that inner knowing. So you know where we're going, and part of us is already there. On that other side, other riverbank, we're in this place of heart-centered inner knowing. But we can't just jump across. Whatever is sitting on that bridge, is being held by Pluto and by the dragon energy that actually takes care of the doorways to that underworld. And what she's saying is, if you want to get to the other side of this bridge, you have to go through me first. And you say, well, <laughs> well just give me an easy ride. And she says, well, I'm going to reveal some things to you. And in the revealing you're going to get in touch with some feelings. 
because only by feeling do we bring about true healing. So you're with me. The idea is she's saying, yes, you can have your gems. You can have your precious wisdom and love only by going through me first. Come into my underworld. And of course, there are many who consider that the place of hell, the place of badness, but actually it's our own unconscious, our own subconscious. And the goddess hell was actually the goddess of regeneration, H-E-L, not H-E-L-L. So in every tradition I've ever studied, we would all say, okay, now I've finished this aspect of my life. Now I need to go into my own inner hell, my in own inner other world to sort through why did I develop these experiences? Why did I create these different events? What do I believe? So this is a time of sorting through, clearing out the clutter. But it isn't just about putting it all into the bins and burning it and go, phew. If you created it, you created it for a purpose. And within that purpose is what we call wisdom, pearls of wisdom. So before we just, as I say, sweep it all into the river, perhaps, or burn it in a bonfire, we have to ask ourselves, what am I taking from that that is going to enrich my soul? What am, what am I going to take from that that actually is going to allow me to pass across the bridge to the other side? Because the other side only is revealed to us when we integrate and embody all that we are. It's not a foregone conclusion. It's saying the more we bring into our hearts, the, the lighter we become, the more enlightened we become. And that's the fifth dimension. So this process we're all going through is in the hands of Pluto. And as I have said over and over again, Pluto is the goddess of the underworld. She is in Capricorn at the moment. And at this present time, she has cut waking up from a retrograde passage which has been kind of stirring all the mud up deep down in the underworld. And now she's pushing it up to the surface. And as she does so, and as she becomes what we call stationary, and then she starts to go forward again around the 8th of October, she's revealing our own secrets, uh, the nation's secrets, uh, the leader's secrets. So we're going to see secrets come to the surface, scandals, situations which we never could ever have imagined could be real. So get ready for that ride. And that's the same that's happening in us. You may be getting in touch with some very deep emotions around feeling abused or being abused. It may be that you were abused when you were younger, but it may be emotional abuse. It may be physical abuse. And suddenly in your dream state over these next few weeks, you'll, you'll feel it, you'll, you'll remember it, you're, you're experiencing it because it's being revealed to you to feel it. Because only in feeling can we make choices as to how to heal. We cannot heal anything from our head. I'm just saying, oh, I forgive you, send you love and light. So if your dreams, if your emotional state is up and down at the moment, don't panic. Just say, thank you, Pluto, for bringing this into my awareness. And you may see, as I'm seeing, 
reflections of situations happening in my life at this moment that take me way back into my childhood. And it might not be that the person in this moment is the person who is the aggressor or the abuser, whatever your situation is. It may just be there an echo of something much bigger that we've plastered over or tried to keep in a closet, put a lid on. You understand? So events that are happening now may not be the first time you've ever met this issue. What's more important is what are you feeling and what's being revealed to you? And of course, as we feel it, then, as I say, we have a choice to what we wish to do differently. A situation that I, for instance, uh, have a tendency to avoid conflict, for instance, and therefore, even though a situation may take place, I may try to make sense of it or understand it or bring peace. There's any person out there do, that does that. But, you know, recently I thought, no, that's not my job to do that. I don't have to be responsible for other people's emotions. Even though I'm feeling uncomfortable in the presence of all these dramatic emotions, it's not my place to smooth it down, keep it quiet, put it in some place. I don't need to do that. And I need to ask someone else to own that rather than me taking ownership. And that then allows me to find space for my own emotions. I'm just giving you that example. I hope that helps. But there's a lot going on. And the sort of words I'm hearing are betrayal, disappointment, hurt. And I use that word betrayal because I think that's really strong at this moment. Where do you feel betrayed? Betrayed maybe by family members, betrayed by partners, by children, by the government not being honest with you, or by the medical profession choosing not to tell you the truth, whatever. Of course, the biggest betrayal is ourselves. Where have we betrayed ourselves? Where have we not listened to our bodies but preferred to listen to our head? Where have we abandoned our principles because we just wanted to fit in? Where have we betrayed ourselves, betrayed our knowingness? So the issue of betrayal is, going to come, betrayal is going to become a big one over these next few months. And when we feel betrayed, we want to attack. We want to say, how dare you do that to me, which is not unreasonable. Maybe you want to write a letter you never send, or you want to say, enough, that's maybe all that's needed. Enough, you will not do that to me again. I will not let you treat me in that way. You will respect me. But there also are times where that behind that betrayal is, how did I not listen to my intuition? You see, that's what we do, don't we? We like, oh, if, well, I know my intuition is telling me one thing, but actually I don't want to go against what I'm being told to do. And these are the authority figures, so I better do it. But I betrayed my knowingness. I betrayed myself. So maybe you also need to write a letter we never send to our bodies or to our souls or our hearts and say, I'm so sorry I didn't listen. I'm so sorry I treated you in this way. We betray ourselves just by maybe um, not using the best habits for our, our eating patterns or going out and exercising. I'm betraying myself in those ways. And I have before mentioned this little way I use now 
where I, if I've got a question, should I do something? I ask my head, I ask my solar plexus, and then I ask my sacral chakra. And for men and women, the sacral chakra is where what Pluto rules, Pluto rules Scorpio, Scorpio rules those, not just the sexual organs, but the creative, the transformative organs, which is in men, the prostate and women is the womb. And it's very much connected to that ability to allow something to die in order for something new to be born. So if I take the idea into my head and I say, oh, shall I visit someone? And my head goes, well, yes, this would be a good thing to do because um, they have been a friend with you for a long time and then you'll feel better for doing this. And, and there was a point where you need, so you come up with all the reasons. And then you ask your solar plexus and it says, oh, you should visit, you know, they haven't been feeling well and you'll feel terribly guilty if you don't want to visit, if you don't visit. And oh my goodness, you owe it to them. And then you take the question to your sacral chakra and your sacral chakra says, I don't want to visit them. I don't like them. So this time is <laughs> a time to be honest. Again, in this revelation that is, we're experiencing at this moment, it's about not hiding, not hiding behind some dogma or some blah, 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 or some emotional guilt trip. It's about, actually, I don't like that person. I don't want to do that. And I think this is a time for us not to betray ourselves to be really honest. And when I say such a thing, like, actually, this isn't the person I want to visit, I'm actually saying I'm willing to break that relationship in order to be true to myself. So that sort of transformational energy of Pluto is like, what needs to die in order for me to be true to myself? And it isn't necessary, you might say, oh, I don't want to die. It isn't necessarily about you physically dying, it might be, but more is what belief needs to die? What childhood way that I carry, like, oh, my parents are the authority in everything, or God is the authority. What belief that I've carried from childhood or even other lives do, needs to die? So Pluto is coming along, you know, literally saying either throw it in my water, but not before you've realized what you're saying, please. It's not just about throwing all the rubbish in. But she says, whatever you're ready to let go of, throw into the river below the bridge and I will transform it. But don't do that just in a way of, I don't want to face it. Reveal it, feel it, and heal it. So Pluto is saying, not only does what needs to die within maybe a relationship, what beliefs in me need to die, and that isn't only a beliefs about other people, what beliefs do we tell ourselves and have been telling ourselves for ages that isn't true? I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. People reject me, whatever. All of this is just old patterning that has allowed us to stay small, not, not literally find conflict with others. If I beat up on myself, then nobody else will do it to me. So what is it we're telling ourselves that keeps us small? And that if we didn't feel that way, we would say, well, hang on a minute, that's not okay. So another thing that I've been working with is waking up in the morning and saying, knowing that I'm a divine being of light, I choose. So what choices are you making 
not from a small place, but from a divine being of light, as everybody else is a divine being of light. And I was listening to someone talk about what needs to happen over these next few months, especially. And it is about clearing out old patterns from our DNA the, in the belief that we are small and we do not have any power and that we need to be subservient. And she was speaking from, you know, thousands of generations, past lives, where that's the belief, that's the script that's been put into our DNA that doesn't serve us now. Now, always I'm asking the question, why on earth did we believe that? And there is some power in giving our power to someone else and then blaming them when something doesn't work. And lots of people are good at that, pointing fingers at, as I say, the church, religion, politics, education, medicine, whatever, and say, well, they told me to do it. It's not my fault. Well, we can't play that game anymore. And Pluto is saying, uh-uh, you can't just throw away your power. It's going to keep coming back at you until you own it. And Pluto is causing us to be our authority again. Now, there's a lot happening because we also have a new, <coughs> excuse me, a full moon on the 9th of October. And that now is in Aries. And it is conjunct Chiron in Aries. Now, I've talked about Chiron in Aries in the past, but where you might see a full moon, let's just take the full moon as it is, full moon in Aries. Full moon is the end point of some experience, so a success. So here, if it was just full moon in Aries, I'd be saying to you, okay, since the March equinox, what have you achieved in your life? And you can write it all down because this was you taking an idea, becoming the hero and creating that idea out in the world. And you are the king or the queen and you made it. So Aries energy is always about hero, becoming something, becoming an adventurer and bring it to fruition. Please do that. Full moons are all about celebration of our successes for that first half of the month. When we've got Chiron there, now we're in a different setting. And some of you I know have Chiron in Aries in your chart. So Chiron in Aries is where am I wounded in being that adventurer? Where am I wounded in thinking that I'm okay? Where am I wounded in having that self-value or self-worth? Where do I look for others to join me in a venture? Where do I'm always saying, I'd love to do that, but I want to do it with someone else. So where do I need other people to give me that encouragement to be my own self? So when the healing that's going on is saying, I don't need anybody else. I can encourage myself. I can be a fully evaluated person. I can love who I am now. And when we have a full moon, where we have Chiron on top of that, we're actually saying on a bigger level, where do we need to heal the need for people to go to war in order to prove who they are? There are so many warmongers around the world who have absolutely no concern for the people who are dying, injured, suffering within that war. 
They have no interest in the country. Their only interest is what can I get from constantly creating war, weapons, new construction, whatever it is. This has to stop. And we've had a little bit of Jupiter going into Aries, going back into Pisces soon. But we need to understand, in fact, it's back there. We need to understand that the idea of supporting any war in any way is okay. It never is. And you might then say to me, yes, but Christine, what about the refugees? They didn't ask for this. No, they didn't. But taking in those refugees or sending money to them is just constantly condoning the fact that war is okay. We cannot stop war by supporting the end result of it. We need to ask who is causing the war to be present in the first place and who is benefiting from this war. There should be no refugees. There should be no situation where someone cannot live in the country or the culture that they wish. There are people who create wars, whether it's between countries or peoples or families, who literally are saying, let's feel sorry for the people who get hurt. No, no, we need to say, stop that. I will not take part in this diversion, this war that you are creating within our family. And the same may happens within our own bodies. We cannot condone war by saying one part of us is not okay and another part is. The only way to reach that other side of the bridge, that fifth dimension, is by integrating everything within our being. You remember, unity through the acceptance of diversity. That does not mean accepting one small aspect of the diversity while rejecting, judging, and shaming the rest. Every part of us now needs to be accepted. So we're going to be facing more and more, especially as Jupiter, as I say, is going to be conjunct that the Chiron in Aries in March to 2023. I think there's going to be a real turning of people saying, we don't actually accept war is ever the way. And all those people who really don't listen to the people, they don't care whether people get hurt. We need to reveal them so we can feel and then we can heal. There is nothing that is more important with our, within us now because until we stop this barbaric act of attacking and hurting each other, we can never get to that fifth side, that other side of the riverbank. And the only way we do that is to start that within ourselves. How can I stop hurting myself, being at war with myself? And the final thing I want to say, as I say, so we've got Pluto moving forward again on the 8th. We've got the full moon on the 9th. Saturn was going to be moving forward again, but I'll speak about that later. We have on the 25th a partial solar eclipse, which is when the dynamic between the north node in Taurus and the south node in Scorpio is going to come into being. Yes, I've talked enough about Taurus, about food and finance and farming and the body, etc. We all know being affected. 
But on the scorpionic side, this is really deep finance, deep food. This is deep farming. So in other words, Scorpio, once again, is ruled by Pluto. So we're getting more Pluto energy coming up with this uh, eclipse season, as we call it. Now, the first one on the 25th and then the next one 14 days later, which just happens to be November the 8th, which some of you may know in the US is election day. So we're seeing deep secrets, deep ways of financing things that are going to affect people's finances, their bodies, their health, uh, nature, abundance, etc. And I think we're going to see more of that. And the whole idea of trying to bring a one world government and a one world bank is totally out of control where it says that some one authority can influence how we look after our bodies, what we spend our money on, what we eat. This cannot be the future because the future is not being unified through one thought, but unified through freedom and diversity and curiosity and compassion. All of those things are essential for our humanness. And lastly, I mentioned about we've still got Mars in Gemini. Mars in Gemini is going to be around again till March, all these March dates. Mars in Gemini is a lot of discussion, a lot of information coming forward. Sometimes, again, information coming forward that we may, may or may not want to hear. But please don't shut your ears because... The Mars in Gemini is square the Neptune in Pisces. So Neptune is Pisces is like putting your fingers in the ear and going, la, 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 la. Well, Mars in Gemini says, stop that. Stop living in la, la, land. Stop imagining everything's beautiful. Stop thinking positive when you really are trying to avoid the negative. So we're going to see a lot of mistiness, a lot of confusion. Uh, like, oh, my God, if this isn't true, then what is true? And this is this mass psychosis. Listen to your heart, my friends. Listen to your heart. Go down into your sacral chakra, as I've mentioned, and say, what do you believe is true? Listen to what I call the crone, the, 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 the crone energy that lives in our womb. If you're a woman, if you're a man, listen to the crone energy that lives in the prostate. But it's like saying, I need to hear the truth. I'm big enough and brave enough to hear the truth, however bad it makes me feel. Reveal to feel. So we're going to see more movies coming out, like Safe and Effective, people creating these movies to say, these people were not heard. So Mars in Gemini is saying, who needs to be heard? Instead of just pushed off to the side and blanked out. So many people have no voice, and I speak about that a lot. So many of them are living in that underworld. They need a voice. And then opposite the Neptune Pisces is the Jupiter excuse me, is the Mercury in Virgo at the moment. So we've got the Mercury in Virgo there. And this is Virgo's self-analysis and analysis. So Mercury is again trying to push us to, yes, open into our mysticism, but not a limited mysticism, a much more expansive one. And then we call this a T-square. So I've got Neptune, Pisces, I've got uh, Gemini, Mars, and I've got the Mercury in Virgo. And what we look at is the fourth leg of this, which is Sagittarius. Sagittarius is about the truth. Let's tell the truth. And we can do it in a fair way because 
and, and just way because we've still got the sun in Libra. So it's not about judgment. It's about let's be fair. Let's stop judging everyone. And if they don't meet your narrative, putting them into a corner, let's hear everybody. Let's reveal the truth and, and keep our emotions to ourselves. If we get upset by someone revealing something we don't like, let's own that. So one episode or uh, experience that I would like to just offer, and I'm not going to necessarily put it in a meditation just for time, but if you imagine yourself walking on that bridge and there's a box inside on that bridge, you can have a big box, small box, but you can't pass across the bridge until you look in that box. And what Pluto is asking you to do is to open the box, reveal, Take out ownership of what is yours and feel it, what part of you has been rejected, what part of you is being betrayed. Give back to other people the bits and their emotions that don't belong to you. What have you taken from others that doesn't belong to you? Again, that's karma. I'm sorry, I was taking care of your emotions. Please take them back. Excuse me, you've got my power. I'm going to take that back. Thank you very much. So we're going to look in the box, take ownership of what is ours, place it, our hand on our heart and say, I accept this into my heart as part of me. When we do that, our light becomes brighter. We're going to give back what doesn't belong to us. I thought I could make you happy. I'm so sorry. That was nothing to do with me. I'm sorry. You've been holding that. I'm going to take that back. All right. And then I want you to let go of trying to change other people who don't want to change. Remember, they want to probably live on that third dimensional side of the river. Don't pull them across. Say, thank you. You're welcome to go back to the world you're living in. It's not mine. I'm crossing across the bridge. But sorry for me dragging you onto this bridge in the first place. So let go of those who you think need to change or have even mentioned they wanted to change, but they clearly don't. And then finally, take back your power from those who have been stealing your energy. And that's really the betrayal, the abusers, the people who sneaked into your life or told you that you could be a better person, an elite person, have more money if you did this. Say, I'm sorry, I don't want any of that because that then abuses me. That disrespects me. That means I have to betray myself. So whatever it is you're offering, Take it, because I'd rather have nothing from you than have everything inside me. This is the time of sorting ourselves out, my friends. It's huge time, and I'll be talking more about this, no doubt, in the weeks to come. But be kind to yourself. Find pleasure in your life. Find joy, laughter. But don't shut off your eyes. Say, reveal to me that which needs to be integrated into my heart and that which I need to release now. I am ready. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel 
on YouTube, and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.